so proud of us. We are now both on the tank top tip. Uh, um, oh, yep, yeah. We're finally, you're starting yeah. to figure it out. Yeah. Oh, except um, mine is really cute. Mine says, don't be a basic witch. That's exactly what it says. Oh, hold on, hold oh, on. Yep. I've, been, I've been on hold all morning. And of course, right when we go right, to podcast. Let's, see, let's let Renee work this out start. in front of everybody. Okay. Hi, hello. Perfect. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. No, it's not. I bought it on January 22nd of 2022, and it has a two-year warranty. Got him. Yeah, it's January 2021, I think. No, sir. I have it in orders. I bought it on Amazon through the shop, and it says purchased on January 22nd of I'm always right. He just doesn't know this. Yeah, it'll turn on and then it cuts itself off. Okay, go out there. I'll handle this. Oh my gosh. Sorry, Rick. It's uh, that the vein of my existence. She, I know you're my co-host today. She, uh, so uh, we had makeup and hair ladies come to the thing for whatever. And she had this new blow dryer thing and Renee, like her hair got blow dried, um, within, I mean, her hair is so thick. And then when she blow dries, Rick, it takes like an hour and a half. They did it in 30 minutes. I go, what is that thing? I'm buying it. So we bought it and then now it's breaking down. And then now Renee's dealing with, uh, getting it up. But I will say what a wonderful weekend. Um, it, you know, it, it is, it is so crazy the way things are going in my career. It is it, it, to talk real life, Rick, to talk real life. Um, it, there's, it's so crazy. My, um, my feelings of success and not success like this business there's always another step and there's always another thing. And for example, you know, it, it's crazy how in the beginning I said, man, if I could just open at the improv, that's what I want. I just want to open at the improv. And then I got to open at the improv and I was like, yes, this is what I wanted. And then a year or two years goes by and you go, well, when do I get to middle? I just want a middle. Like, when do I get to be the middle guy? That's my next goal. Be the middle guy. Then I became the middle guy. And I was happy. And then it was like, oh, man, how do I headline? I want to headline. Then I headline. Anyway, there's this, there's this real anxiety that I get when I go, I, I just want to I, I, I get there. And the crazy thing about this business is that there's always a feeling of I'm not there. Oh, this is a good conversation. Right. What did I miss? No, I, you know, I was about to talk about how great of a weekend what, that I had. And it was a great weekend. Oh, it was a and crazy was, weekend. And a it was a, a beautiful weekend. And I am overwhelmed with um, the success that we are having. And, and the way that people respond to me when I walk on stage, it is just a beautiful thing. Yeah. You know, but next door. So here I am. <laughs> 
I, you know, I'm so proud of myself and I'm like, man, you know, we're about to sell 3000 tickets in Fort Worth, Texas uh-huh. at the Will Rogers. Holy crap. Like I am there, you know, yes. I am man. And then all of a sudden I'm like, well, who's next door at the Dickies arena? I'm like, I wonder who it is. And it was Nate Bragazzi. Yeah. And he sold out the fucking arena. So then I have this feeling of ina- you know, ina- inadequacy. In- inadequacy? Inadequacy, where I'm like, well, shit, man. I, here I thought I was, you know, yeah. you know, kicking ass and doing great, and uh-huh. which I am. Yes. But then there's this guy, do, and, and nothing against Nate. I think Nate is, is fantastic. I think he's very funny. I think he's a, he seems to be a very, very nice guy. Yeah. I have never met Nate. So this has nothing to do with, me, him as a person. Him as a person or yeah. me hating on him. I don't, I don't, I'm so happy for his success. Yeah. It right? was just kind of like very in your face here. You yeah, it's, like you it's were right next door. And I'm like, well, fuck, man. I guess my 3,000 tickets. Is it like the rug, you know, feeling like the rug pulled out from under you a I, little? I don't, I don't know. And, and, and it, it goes back to insecurities. I was right? going to say, it's the comic brain. It, it's the insecurities. The it's, it's this business. It's the... Well, here I thought, man, I'm I'm there, man, and we're you know we're selling out. I mean, we sold three thousand tickets in um, on, on a Saturday uh-huh. in Fort Worth. Yeah. Friday in Lubbock, we sold two thousand tickets. Yeah. And then we sold another five hundred tickets in Abilene, and I'm sitting there going, dude, we just sold almost five thousand tickets this weekend. Yeah. Our six thousand tickets. I'm kicking ass. This is awesome. Yeah. Right. I, I'm feeling very very successful. And then I'm like, well, who the fuck's at the arena? I and didn't like, know you were crap. so bothered by it in the like in the moment. I I you like mentioned it. It shouldn't bother. That's what's so but frustrating. But then you're talking about it on the podcast today. I didn't even think about it. But again. that's what's so frustrating is that I shouldn't be bothered. Yeah. And and I am not bothered at the fact that 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 Nate is having that kind of what's success. What's bothering you then, Steve? I don't know. It, it's the it, it's the God. I keep working so hard. And I just want to get there. And I'm thinking I'm there. And then it's like, ah, you're not there oh, yet. Don't they say right? it's the, the cheesy saying, it's the journey, not the destination? Well, I, Because you know, once you get there, you're going to be bored, Steve. Well, I, I definitely have, have, have learned to enjoy the journey. Yeah. I love this weekend. Absolutely loved our time. Yeah. You know, we had a great um, weekend. You know, we were very blessed with so many fans and so many people that came out and, and, but there is still that inside of me, like, I want to be at the Dickies. Yeah. I want to be in the arena. Yeah. You know, and, and again, and, and then the funnier part, you know, Monday we had to go do a photo shoot for the cover of um, the Netflix special that we're filming. And I'm sitting there with my manager and my publicist and I'm like, fucking Nate Bragazzi. That motherfucker's everywhere right now. Uh-huh. And he's at the Dickies Arena. I go, I wonder who his publicist is. And my publicist goes, me. <laughs> I go, well, then now I now I have a standard. Now I now I have expectations of what you can do. Yeah. Right? Um, but it's just weird how you just have this feeling of, I want more, I want more, I want more. Yeah. And it's not about the money. Yeah. You know, I always tell people, you know, money, and, and, and I think even in, in Rick's business, the money is the reward that tells you you're doing a good job. Yeah. Right? The money mark, is... It's a marker. It's a, a marker to go, hey, you've worked very hard at this. You're very good at it. Uh-huh. Here is your reward. Yeah. I don't I don't go, more money. 
No. I want more money. Like that, that is not It's ever, compensation for your time and effort. Yeah. It's never like, you know, Hey, I've gotten really good at this. This is my reward. Right. Gotcha. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. You know, Hey, we're letting you know that you are really good at this. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause I would do it for free, but there's, then I'd be like, well, wait a minute. What do I get for being really good at this? Yeah. Right. It's my metal. It's my, it's my flowers. Yeah. Right. Here you go. Right. So but sometimes people are really good at something and they don't get a reward for it. You no, know, sometimes I, I people know. have, sometimes people have a talent and they go and work a nine to five and they don't get rewarded for their actual talent and passion. Uh, so you're very lucky that you get, that you get no, rewarded but, for your but, talent and no, passion. No, but no. So Lori just said teachers. Now, hold on. Let's go back. Right. If I got into teaching, Right. Uh-huh. I know that the reward is a soulful reward. I know there's no money in it. I know that there, it'd be different if, if I'm Lori and I have three master's degrees and I work my ass off to be an amazing librarian, but the librarian across the street is making $2.5 million. That's different. Yeah. That's not the case, but in yeah. comedy, in other things, the guys that are good get paid to be good. Yeah. Teaching, for example, you don't get paid to be the best. Yeah. You could be the absolute fucking best. The salary is the salary. The salary is the salary, yeah. right? And, and you know, as much as I love teachers, if, if you are a teacher that got into teaching for money, well, then you obviously are not very educated. <laughs> Am I right or wrong? <laughs> right? I mean... The value in being a teacher is yeah. I want to teach. I want I care about the kids. I hear you know, you. and I guarantee you, just like me when I coach, that you know, Lori Lori taught for twenty plus years. Yeah. There are kids that probably see her at H E B and go, Oh, Miss Lori. And those are the moments that that for Miss Lori, I would assume you go, Oh God, that felt you know. Yeah. It's the same reward I get when when I go to the elementary school to visit Garrett. And all the kids are like, Coach Steve, Coach Steve, Coach Steve. You know, I'm like, oh, man, that feels so good. You know. Yeah. Anyway, um, just to go back to the weekend, and I just wanted to share my real feelings that, that, that I did feel there was a moment of like, oh, I want to be over there. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. How do I get there? Yeah. You know. I hear you. And, and, it's, and it's probably coming. Yeah. You know, this new special is probably going to put me there. Yeah. You know, and the scary part is I, I hope that someday that feeling of like, well, what's next? Yeah. Goes away. It also, like, as you're saying this, I'm also thinking like, oh, Steve Trevino, think about what is it that you really want and what does that look like? Like, you are such a vision. You think it, you see it, you make it happen. And I just think that you also talk about like, it's weird and I can't go out in public and stuff like that. So I just, in my head, I'm like, think about what you really want and what it really looks like because I know you and you will make it happen. I love to work. I don't work, I don't work for the money. I love to work. I love to be busy. I love to work, which is why I am a part of so many different companies. Yeah. Right. Because I love to succeed. I love to win. I love to take an idea, work hard at that idea and see that idea succeed. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and it has nothing to do. Again, the reward is the money. Yeah. Right. So everything I do is because I want it to succeed and I want to work. Yeah. Right. I don't think ever in my life I will be the, 
I retired. I have a boatload of money, so I'm financially safe. Let's go sip margaritas <laughs> no. on the beach. <laughs> no, but I'll go sip the margaritas on the beach for you. <laughs> <laughs> and you do. And you do. Um, but I think, there, I think there are some people that go, I just want to I, I work so that I can get on the beach. Yeah. I want to work so that I don't have to worry about um, my finances. Yeah. And I want to truly relax. You know, I want to play golf every single day and I want to fish and I want to hunt. And yeah, that's what I want my days to be full of. Yeah. And there are some people like that. Right. You know, and then there's people like me who I, man, I just want to work. I don't want to I don't want anybody to ever tell me you can't work. Yeah. Because it's also scary because working is what I enjoy. Mm -hmm. Working. I enjoy working. Yeah. Staying busy. I enjoy staying busy. Yeah. You know, and, and I think there's some people that, that do not enjoy work. Yeah. But you're lucky you get to do something you love, you know, and, and that has afforded you to explore other opportunities that you're, are your interests and you enjoy too, you know? Yes. But I also did it for no money. Yeah. Because I loved it. Yeah. And I think people are not willing. They're not willing to do something that they love for a living because uh, they're afraid of not having insurance. Yeah. They're afraid of not having benefits. Yeah. They're afraid of, of not the steady paycheck. Yeah. Right. Um, well, but you and I've had this conversation from the beginning. You're like, what, when people ask you, like, what is your advice to comics? You always say, start when you're, start when you're young or, or when you don't have obligations and commitments and you can, it is easier to make those kinds of sacrifices because you don't have little mouths depending on you, you know? No, it's tough. And, and you do, I do meet very, very talented comedians who have families, Yeah. you know, and they started late and it's like, oh man, like, you know, there's a lot of working for free in this business. There's a lot of figuring it out in this business. And if you don't start young, it, it does make things difficult. So I think a lot of people... You know, society says go to college. Your parents say go to college, so you go to college. Yeah. And then, well, you need to get a job, right? You need to support yourself, so then they get a job, right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden they go, well, man, now I got a mortgage, I got a, a car payment, I got a wife, I got all these things, and I don't like my fucking job. Yeah. And I really wanted to be a fishing guide, or I really wanted to be a hunting guide, or I really wanted to train dogs, or, you know, yeah. I have a passion for these things, and now I cannot risk taking a step back to then start over, right? Yeah. So it, ma it makes it difficult. And I think guys like me and Rick where, you know, we were young when we started and we had a passion for something. Yeah. We just did it because we loved it and we could afford to do it for no money. Yeah. And it led to a career. Yeah. You know, and I think that, and, and to sound like the old man, um, I think these young kids see success in me and in Rick and, and other people, and they're not willing to do it for free. Yeah. Steve, one thing I'll add to that, that I know you have, you had no backup plan. And I think when people have a backup plan, as soon as stuff gets hard, they go to that backup plan. Oh, a thousand percent. And, and that, you that talk about that too. All no, the, so time. You, the way Steve always phrases it is he said, I had no security net. Like dad wasn't going to come bail me out, you know? Yeah, I had, I had, I had zero par My parents were not going to give me money. My parents were not going to pay my rent. I did not have a college degree. So there was very few jobs 
that I could do without a college degree, I had no choice. So I always tell comics like either do this full time. Yeah. Or don't do it at all. You know, and Rick, you, you were full time. I mean, when I met you, you were like, this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I didn't have that security blanket either. But yeah. you know what was so interesting, Rick? Can I can I share what you shared with me um, last week when we were scouting the Tobin? What the fuck were y'all sharing together? Um, <laughs> you really want you want to reveal this on the podcast? <laughs> no. When we were at the Tobin Center, we were talking. Rick and I were talking about um, last week's episode about like the dreams and the insecurities and all that brought up. And I thought it was so interesting that Rick said. Rick was kind of the opposite of you as opposed to where you would like say, Hey, I'm this and I'm doing this. When people asked Rick what he was doing, he would tell them he was, didn't you say you were a landscaper or something like that? A garbage man. A garbage man. He would tell people he was a garbage man because he felt like he wasn't far enough along in his career that he didn't want to share what he actually did. And I was the opposite. Yeah. I, I, you know, I was like, Oh, um, everything's great. <laughs> I'm a comedian. Like, you know, man, my life is awesome. I'm making so much money. Meanwhile, I'm eating, you know, thank God for 7-Eleven, two hot dogs for 99 cents. Because, you know, ah, let me buy your drinks. I got you. You know, I got, ah, because it's because I got money. And then, you know, Monday morning after the weekend, I'm like, oh, shit, I better go eat some freaking hot dogs because I was over there lying about my career, you know. But, but I mean, you know, it, it does come from insecurities. But I think... I think Rick's approach was also an insecurity. Oh no, that's well, you know, that's what Rick yeah. was saying, you know. But there's, there's got to be value to like. Well, I guess you weren't being completely honest, but like putting it out there too that that's what you do. Because how else do those kind of opportunities come come to you if you don't say, "Hey, this is what I'm doing." No, it, it, you have to definitely. Um, I don't know. I mean, in my opinion, you have to dive in deep. You know. Um, yeah, you always just jump into things. You got to go for it. You totally, you know, and, just and jump I think in. that I think a lot of people are afraid to go for it. Yeah, you know, and and I am a go for it kind of guy because at the end of the day, I've been poor. Yeah, and I survived, and I had fun doing it. Yeah, you know, I was poor, and if I put all my money into this special and I'm poor again, oh, what, what's what's the difference? Yeah, you know, it, it's like I like like guys that. Guys that sit there. I mean, there's a difference. We have two kids, but. No, no, but, but guys that sit there in the, you know, and they go, oh my God, you know, they're at a bar and they go, oh God, that girl, that girl, they're so pretty. Well, go talk to her. Well, I don't want to get rejected. So if you talk to her and get rejected, you're in the same place you are right now. Yeah. Without her. So what do you truly have to lose? Yeah. Right. So Some in pride. Well, yeah, but go talk to her. Yeah. If she rejects you, then you're in the same boat you are right now. But if you don't even try, yeah, you know, you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Yep, that is true. You know, and I and yeah. I've always I've always been the opposite. You know, and I've actually had, um, and I've heard this uh, from other people too, especially female celebrities. They go, we wish to, we want to get hit on. I don't have a boyfriend because nobody wants to talk to me. Yeah. Like, Everyone's so intimidated. Yeah, like beautiful man. I I've always had a beautiful woman. You you being my wife, but because I'd go talk to him and they'd be like, this guy has the balls to fucking come and talk to me. <laughs> like, like these other these other guys don't talk to me. This guy does. Like, yeah. You know, I got I got nobody talk to me but you. Thank you. Party. <laughs> I got the girl. 
girl because no one else would talk to her but me. Is <laughs> basically what you just said. Yes. <laughs> but I was charming and I was funny and, and I was a good time. And, you yeah. know, but, but if, it, again, there's that beautiful girl that walks by and all these guys go, oh, man. I'd love to be with her. Well, go talk to her. Yeah. You know, how do you, how do you know you can't be? Yeah. Right. I've always been like the, what do I have to lose? Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Let's go. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that that has been the success of my career too, but um, to go back to talking about this beautiful weekend, we had a wonderful weekend. It was our, our wedding anniversary. And for the first time I was able to surprise Renee. She I... didn't catch on to I think we threw her for a loop with the limo. Yeah, Lori. there was a there was a limo incident that was a decoy. Was that intentional, by the way? No, Lori oh. fucked up. Okay, Lori <laughs> fucked up. Lori got fired. Lori got fired. No, so you um, you were like coming in and out of exercising in the garage or something, and Lori asked me. She was like, "Hey, Steve told me to get a limo for this weekend. How big does it need to be? Like, how many people?" And, I'm like, this and bitch. you came in and got really like you got upset. It was a secret. And, but I was like, you know, we, we get a limo sometimes. Like, well, no, I didn't it was, think it was all... that big a, like a deal. But then when you got upset about it, you were like, well, I was planning that for our anniversary. So I just thought that was it. Was that we got what, a limo for our anniversary. What I wanted for our anniversary was for me and you to have a good night out of drinking and laughing and having a good time with friends. Because uh-huh. I'm not fun anymore like we talked about. Yes, pretty much. <laughs> um, without talking, without worrying about you know, are we going to get an Uber? Are we going to, you know, yes. I was like, okay, I'm going to set this night up. We leave when we want. We yep. go when we, we have want. a limo yeah. picking us up. We're not driving. We don't have to drive. The kids are taken care of. I'm going to present you with this beautiful ring, which hopefully will put you in a good mood. Which was a surprise. You like completely surprised me. I usually like, I got to say, I'm a little uneasy that he was able to pull off that surprise because Detective I, Captain Evil over here. Yes. I feel like either you're getting better or I'm losing some skills because I usually see an email or I hear a phone call. I usually pick up on something. A she little is bit a, of she something. She is so fucking nosy. <laughs> Renee is one of the most nosy people I've ever met in my life. Like I am, I am like, I, I don't care who she's talking to. I don't, I could care less. <laughs> I don't, I don't go through her purse. I don't go through her wallet. I don't like, I don't check her statements. I don't like, I don't, I don't check it. I, I trust my wife. 1000 Renee, I get off a phone call. Well, who was that? Who was who that? Well, I trust you too. What's going on? What's going on? Who was that? I am inquisitive. You are nosy. You're the one who's all about the chisme. Like no. you, you, you are all about the chisme. That's nope. you. I don't care about that. Nope, stuff. Nope, nope. So anyway, I, um, those of you that have been following the podcast, you know that Renee lost the ring that I bought her originally. And then now she gets rewarded with a, um, custom ring. So, but it was, we, oh, it was, it was like so sweet. I was, I was, well, and Again, Eddie, it was completely And a big surprised. shout out to Eddie V from, he's the drummer for Josh Abbott Band. He came out and, and I go, okay, how do I get this damn ring on stage uh-huh. without Renee seeing it? And I thought, well, Renee knows I'm going to have a drink on stage with Eddie from Josh Abbott Band. Yeah. Well, so, and then I, so, but I was like, Eddie was so slick. He dude. was so nervous about it. And then someone showed me cause someone took a video. He was so nervous that you had given him that job. And then, um, they showed me a video of him slipping it on the table yep. on stage as he came around the backside. I did not see him. It was so it smooth. I go, dude, so I go, just slick. put it, 
put it back there. Renee will be facing forward. I go, you put it right back there behind the towels. It's perfect, right? He was so slick about it. But then I was like, why are you making, you don't call me on stage to take shots with you. So I was just like, why am I taking a shot with a shot of crown? Well, I wanted to warm her up. I wanted to get her a little bit juicy so that I could have a good night out with my wife. So I wanted to get her a little, little juicy, right? And I know that if Renee gets a little juicy, we party. Uh, so I, you know, we got, we did a little crown Royal shot together. And then Eddie kind of, uh, walked off. And well, then... no, I started to walk off. Cause I thought you and Eddie were going to like do a thing. So I started to go walk off and you said, no, come back. I'm not done with you. <laughs> and then I, I got on a knee and I, I reproposed. Yes. And that was another cool thing too, is that our original proposal went to shit because of your nosiness. <laughs> and this proposal was in front of the 3000 people at, at, um, and, 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 you know, here I am working on my anniversary. How do I, how do I, you know, gift you something, you know, that was special. And, and, you know, yeah. I knew you needed another ring and, and, you know, I know that you didn't like the ring I got you. <laughs> so I knew you needed another ring. And then this guy, you know, I called, um, Philip and Kim and they have a custom jeweler that they deal with. So then they put me in touch with him and bada bing, bada boom, yeah. Lori's getting a ring, uh, mailed to her house. That her mom's picking up. Is that what happened? My mom opened it. (laughs) And then I was able to give it to you. And everybody's like, well, let me see it. Let me see it. I know on my Instagram, people have been asking me. They're like, send me a picture. I want to see the bling. How come you haven't posted a picture Well, It was a a decoy. It's a decoy. So it was just something that I could give her. Now, you know, Renee has a budget with the jeweler that she will be able to design her very own wedding ring. So I just still, I can't believe you you like managed to surprise me. It was fun. Um, and then we almost had a good time together. We almost did it. <laughs> we almost, I was having a great time. We did have a good time. And then Renee's just sitting in the corner. I don't feel good. <laughs> I just don't feel good. I drank. I, I had a good time. I visited. We danced. I don't, I don't feel good. Y'all, it was 1.30 in the morning. The worst one. I that... said we should probably go before everyone starts clearing up. No, out. but you were already hitting me up like at 12.30. Like at 1230, she she rubs my back. She rubs my back. When she rubs my back, that is her basically <laughs> saying, I want to get the fuck out of here. I already know that that. So like at 1230. No, but now every time I go to rub your back, you're always like, you want to leave. I know. You want to leave. I get it. We're leaving. <laughs> Jeez. But I, for, for our anniversary, you get the ring. And I just wanted to have a good night out with you. I don't want any money. I don't need rings. Yeah. I don't need you to propose to me. I just wanted to have a good night where we're laughing and having a good time. Yeah. That's it. And then we I got did. the We did. We got to hang rub. out with your cousins that we hadn't hung out with in a long yeah. That I really enjoyed. It was fun. We hadn't hung out with your cousins in a long time and that it was, was good. It was good. And, yeah. and Philip and Kim and, you know, they're just yeah. such classy people. And, you know, we ended up raising a, a, a hopefully about 25000 that night for Helicopters for Heroes. And I really threw it out there because, I mean, that, you know, Helicopters for Heroes is located right there yeah you know so i was hoping to to raise a little bit of extra money so we did and and um theo rick uh jake's uncle brought me tamales finally and we we the food was amazing this yeah this restaurant in fort worth called chewy's oh my gosh homemade tortillas it was the food was amazing so thank you we had the green room was nuts you know the the kids had the a great kids time. were back there yeah we, so we stayed at the um the gaylord uh, which is a really cool place for kids. However, you know, I, I got to say, man, they, they, it's time to update that place. Yeah. You know, it, it is nice. <laughs> we ended up with this suite, you know, so that my mom could stay with us in the suite. 
And then we, we walk, it's like two bedroom deal. We walk in and, and you know, the window is overlooking this beautiful atrium yeah. that they have built up there and it's just gorgeous. And Garrett goes up and goes, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, I didn't <laughs> like, hear yeah. him. And then Delilah, <laughs> Delilah right behind him. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, like, these children. <laughs> it was, it was really cool, but I mean, they, they definitely need to update it. Yeah. You know, the food was below average if I'm being honest and. Yeah. Oh, well, we, you slept in, but we went one on Saturday morning and did the buffet and the kids, uh, the kids were all about it. Your mama was all about it. I mean, it's hard good. to fuck up breakfast. That's true. No, but, yeah. but they're like buffet spread. That's a pretty impressive buffet. It's one of the nicer buffets that we have been to for sure. Um, but I just, the rooms are a little outdated and, and they definitely yeah. need to do some remodeling and you know, it's very, very, very expensive <coughs> for what you get. Yeah. Like I felt like. I felt like they were still charging brand new prices uh-huh. for not brand new amenities. Yeah. Does that make sense? I don't know. We did. You you were working. So we stayed there because they have activities and stuff for the kids. And and maybe because and- I, I, I grew up poor and I've been, you know, not poor, but on a budget. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Every time I spend that kind of money on a hotel, I'm like, this better be fucking awesome. <laughs> like... Who spends that kind of money on a freaking no, hotel? No, but the like, kids, they had bingo for the kids. Did mom do bingo? Then, yeah, we did family bingo. It was kind of hard with Delilah because she was over it. But um, Garrett and your mom both won at bingo night. And then uh, we did one night they had um, this amazing woman who could make these incredible balloon animals oh, and dude. art and stuff. <laughs> Delilah had a baby. He made her a balloon baby. Yeah, I think it's still kicking in your car, yeah. like slowly deflating. Um, but Rick, Rick had, do you... Do you get that feeling like when you spend money on things and, and even though you have money, you're like, what? All the time. Oh my God. I, every day I'm like, what? what? You're turning into the old people that are like, it costs how much? It used to cost, you know? Oh yeah, my dad's like, how, how much was that cheeseburger? I'm like, well dad, when you were a kid, there were 15 cents. There's that. Do you, do you guys find that there's certain things you'll spend money on and it's kind of no limit, but then others that will actually have value. Meaning dinners, I don't care what the price is, I'll pay whatever. That's me. That's me. But then I won't pay like 50 bucks for something I'm going to be using for the next six years. Okay, yes. I want to, and I really want to know. So I, in the comments, like this is a question I have. I feel like Grandpa Art is like that and he doesn't spend money on anything else, but he will spend money at a restaurant and not think twice about it. You are like that too. Is it a guy thing? I, I well, we've talked about it before. I spend, I am all about spending money on experiences. But a room to sleep in, I'm like, I don't care where I sleep. Yeah, a bed's a bed. I don't give. But a fuck. and I don't know if maybe if it's like the um, college New Yorker kid in me, but I'm like, where can I get like a really good hot dog for two bucks, or where can you get the best pizza for like. Whatever. I, I don't know. Spending a lot of money at a restaurant. Also. But Renee like, will. You gambling. But, you gambling gives me anxiety. But Renee will spend a lot of money on jewelry that that has zero value. That's not true. Look at your fingers. Jewelry. It's it's gold. The jewelry, zero. The, but the, no, the but it doesn't bring any up. value. Food what do you mean it doesn't bring value. any value? No, it for sure has value. There's like, you know what? It's. I a, mean, you can go trade it in and get your money back, but. Yeah. But I'm saying that, that, like, like for me, Rick, and you're different Food, than me. Food, you this, eat it and you poop it out. It's gone. The, and then it makes you fatter. I know me and you are different. You do not just gloss over that. Steve, you just said food has value. 
It does have value. That's why I said, I said, you eat it and you poop it out. There's no, no, no. no. what do you mean? Breaking bread and enjoying a nice dinner with your friends, with your family is very important. Yes, but it doesn't have to be an expensive dinner. It brings brings value value to your soul. Putting a lasagna in the oven, a frozen lasagna and eating it with people. That, that's, that that also is like, I just like it to be fucking delicious (laughs) and amazing. And why do? Maybe it's just because I can't cook. Well, that's true. <laughs> but um, Rick's different than I am. Like, I have a hard time with sneakers. Like, the fact that sneakers cost over $100, every time I'm like, yeah. oh, crap, I got to go buy tennis shoes, and they're freaking 100 bucks, and that's insane to me. And, yeah. you know, Rick's got a collection of freaking Jordans. but No, sneakers get me, too, because you wear them out. Like, I have bad feet, and after I exercise in my sneakers so much, and it's worn out, I have to, like... That's the one pair That's of shoes I, feel about I like legit have to go buy another pair. Like clothes, I don't need name brands. I could care less about name brands. I could care less about my clothes. Yeah. I yeah, wear, we know. We can I tell. I wear the same shit. <laughs> you know, I don't care where I sleep. I could sleep anywhere. You know, I've slept in a bush. No big deal. You know, so I don't want to spend money on clothes, on shoes, on, but I will spend money on food and experiences. Yeah. You know, I will go spend crazy amounts of money to play video games with Garrett at Peter Piper. Because we have fun and I enjoy it and yeah. I could care less about the money. You know, playing craps is not about the money. Raising to me. a little gambler. Uh, playing craps is not about the money to me. It's about having a good time and high fiving my buddies and having a drink and yeah. and playing a game together. Yeah. You know, it's not about the money. I mean, I hate losing, but it, you know, <laughs> it's not. I, I don't go. I don't go to the casino and go. I'm gonna play craps to make money. Yeah. You know, I go, man, how many high fives that me and Jake had together? How many laughs? How many, you know, good times have we had standing around a craps table, you know, laughing and enjoying each other's company, having a drink that those memories are what I have with me, not the the losses. Yeah. You know, so I don't know. I it, it, It's just hard. And I mean, even when we go to like, you know, New York City, where I'm like. I remember Hawaii. I'm like, oh my gosh, how much is this fucking breakfast? That's yeah. insane. You know? Yeah, yeah. But anyway, wonderful, wonderful weekend. I, I thought last week's episode was great. Yeah. And I had so much fun doing it. And the- <laughs> one of your cousins texted us, cousin Tanya, and she's like, oh, I got a little nervous when y'all started talking about exes, but it's okay. You found a way out. <laughs> no, we, we both know. I mean, you know, I, I think. I think jealousy kills marriages. You know, I definitely think lack of trust kills marriages. Jealousy kills marriages. Yeah. And and I am not jealous at all you are about not. your ex boyfriends or any of that. Like that no. doesn't that doesn't bother me. And you know, I think we all move on in life and you know, I am not the type that is always like, Well, let me see who's calling you or, you know, nervous about well. Yeah. Well, who you talking to and who you, you know, there's, you just have to trust each other. And I think that the trust is huge when it comes to a successful marriage. And I think jealousy too is about But also I think, cause I, you know, I think about other girlfriends and, you know, some of their past relationships and usually if they were paranoid and he'd be like, oh, you're paranoid. It's cause he was cheating. So you talk about trust, but like. Your partner has to make you feel secure. Like it's it's a two full street. It's not just that I trust you blatantly. It's also that you make me feel secure. And vice versa. Yeah. Right? And you and you have to try to do that. I mean, nothing says I cheated or somebody cheated than a dual Facebook. 
a dual Facebook? Yeah, when they share a Facebook. Oh, you know what I mean. That's like that's the result. That's of when a, you know you got busted doing yeah. something you weren't supposed to. Yeah. yeah, if it says Lori and Gabe, you know that you're like, ah, oh, they're yeah. not. One of them is not allowed to have their own Facebook. <laughs> one of them is not allowed to have their own social media account. One of them fucked up, right? Nothing says that more than than anything in the world, but. We had a wonderful weekend and, and Grandma Dora, she came and she helped. And, yeah. you know, we did get to spend time with some cousins that we haven't hung out with in a long time. And, you know, with, with long, long, deep history and um, just it was just a beautiful night, uh, Fort Worth, you know. And I started my comedy career right around the corner in Dallas, Texas. And, you know, as an opening act, as a middle act, as a headliner that wasn't selling tickets. So to be able to walk into the Will, Will Rogers um, auditorium and, and sell it the way we did. And to, to, you know, we did the meet and greet after, um, which by the way, people, we are working on a better system for meet and greet. We're doing, we're working on a better system, um, for us all to be able to continue, um, to, for Renee and I to stay close to you, uh, as things grow. So we're really working on it and it's something that is of high, high, high concern of mine. But, you know, we had several people in the meet and greet, you know, that say, oh my gosh, you saved our marriage. I was going to, I was going to bring that up too, because I was, she made me cry. Oh, the woman. Oh Yeah. Man. She made me cry. The woman after the show. And I just, and um, she didn't even want a picture. No, she didn't. She didn't want a picture. This, this beautiful older woman walks up to us and, and she just had that teacher feel, you know, there's some women that, 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 that feel kind. Yeah. Right. They just, they just feel like you want to hug them, you know, like, like when you wake up in the morning, they're already making you breakfast and they have a coffee waiting for you and, yeah. and they're ready to oh, listen. And, you know, yeah. I could see her. It, I could see this woman doing that. You know, yeah. yeah. She, so she walks up to us and, and, you know, she tells us this story about how my standup basically saved her life. And, you know, she said, well, I figured if I wake up, I'll put Steve on and have a laugh. I can have that. Well, she said she had like, so. she hurt herself and she was going to need a lot of care and help. And she felt like she was such a burden to her children and she, she didn't want to be that. But yeah, she said what you just said that she thought she, her daughter, she, she was having suicidal thoughts and her daughter came over that day and showed her some of your stand up and was like, mom, this guy's so funny. Watch this. Like, look at this. And she thought if I can't do anything, right. Because, she couldn't move. I'm hurt. And she if was I hurt, just yeah. if I just have to lay in this bed, I can still turn on the computer or get on my phone and watch, watch. Steve Trevino and laugh. And it was um, just a special lady. And, and then she goes, and now she's. I'm glad I stuck around because I'm walking, I'm moving around, and I have a beautiful grandchild. Yeah. She goes and just thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, and she gave us a big hug. And, and she just, was just I'm, a. I'm gonna uh, cry like I know, man. Thinking and, about and, it. Um, and again. Just a, you could tell she's salt of the earth, just a beautiful woman, just one of those women that you want her to be your grandma. Yeah, but it gave right? me goosebumps, Steve. And I just want to say, like, I also had a like a moment of such admiration for you and what you do, and even the way we started this podcast, talking about whether it's the Will Rogers Theater or whether it's an arena. In my head, I'm like, fuck it, who cares? Like, you get moments like that. You know, oh, it's in beautiful moments and, and several couples saying, gosh, you know, you saved our marriage and, you know, we didn't think we were going to make it in marriage. And then we found you and realized that 
that, hey, man, you know, it's all the same. And, and you know, what we're going through is normal. And, and that, that's why Steve Trevino, You're Not Alone, is going to be the new tour. Yeah. You know, because I, I do think that sometimes we feel alone and sometimes we feel like our relationship is, is not normal. You yeah. Know? I mean, me and you have our ups and downs. I mean, shoot, I was I couldn't be any more upset. I don't even think Lori knows about this. Monday morning at four o'clock in the morning, you know, balancing, trying to get Garrett, back, uh, Delilah back to sleep, trying to get out the door, trying to pack our luggage. Lori had a new luggage for us that had the lock on it. We couldn't figure out how to get the lock off of the new suitcase. And we kept trying zero, 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 and it wasn't working. Because I, like, I looked online. I, like, got on the website, and I was like, there's got to be some code or some something, you know? Like, it, they have to have that information. And it did. We were doing what it said, but it wouldn't unlock, and it wouldn't come off. And I was like, is that why yeah. this damn suitcase was at the outlet? Because it won't unlock. So then I, I was upset because, you know, I had no idea the lock was on there. I was trying to get Delilah down so that Renee could get her hair and dressed and all the things she needed to do. So then finally I get Delilah down. I get up. Nothing's packed. Renee has done none of that. Renee has no idea that the lock is on there. So I'm trying to figure out the lock. I'm trying to pack. I'm upset, right? Because I'm thinking to myself, if I'm being completely frank, I'm thinking to myself, well, if you're going to leave me with Delilah, then I need you to help me pack because you left me with handle Delilah. Somebody has to handle Delilah. Somebody has to pack. I'm handling Delilah. Nobody packed. I'm upset. We get in the car late. We start hauling ass. I'm already thinking to myself, we're not going to make the cutoff time. We're mm. not going to make it. No, he legit tells me, he says, you better hope nothing else goes wrong because then we're screwed. I didn't say it like that. I said, everything has to go perfect or we're screwed. Right? I go, we're not going to make it. So we're hauling ass, right? Going down the fucking road and trying to get to the Austin airport. And then Renee goes, we're in San Antonio. We're not at the Austin airport. I got a notification on my phone about like our gate and I clicked it and it took me into the app and said, departing from San Antonio. We, so, were, we were already in Kyle. Completely U-turn. We literally got there. I dropped Renee off at the front. She jumps out to the curbside guy. And we made it by minutes. I was like, please help me check my bag. I was like, our flight leaves at this time. And I have to, we have to make the luggage cutoff because it was for a photo shoot for Steve. We had that huge suitcase packed with like and I'm mad wardrobes at and, and props. Renee's, you know, Renee's and mad at me for being mad at her. I mean, I wasn't mad at you for being mad at me. It was a... And we're, we're both grumpy and we're both upset. And we're both... I'm like, I'm just sitting there going, can somebody help me? Please help me. Like... I've driven all over, I've flown all over but the state. But for people who I'm don't like, know, like our geography, we literally were driving to the opposite yeah. airport and then had to turn around and go all the way past where we live. Oh my and gosh, go to the and other I'm airport. upset and we're trying to figure it out. And we got to get to this thing where we're doing a, a very high profile photo shoot. And I'm just like, oh my God, we're not going to fucking make it. I'm exhausted. I just drove from Dallas after B. Yeah, you know, I mean, it was just a whole fucking thing. And, you know, Renee and I in the morning were not good we were not you know here here i wanted it to be kind of a date day yeah for us you know we were we were going to go and just come the two to of Phoenix, us with our kids. just the two of us and man we were both not happy in the morning and things things could not have gone any more wrong but and then sometimes you sit there and you go god like is it even worth being married and like what are we into and like this is <laughs> this is crazy i didn't you know, think no, that no, that morning i'm saying not that morning oh. i'm saying sometimes sometimes you know Sometimes things are hard, man. And you sit there and you go, God, you know, I'm upset and, and I'm 
furious right now and poor Renee's over there feeling bad because you know, I mean it was just bad. It was a bad morning. Yeah. You know, but we apologized to each other. We said we're sorry. Yeah. And we grabbed each other's hand and said, Hey, start over. Well, you know? and we both always try to be better. Yep. And we ended up having a great day. Yeah. Ended up having a great day. We went to a, a gourmet Mexican restaurant in Phoenix called Gallo Blanco. Holy it's shit. So good. Rick. Oh my God. Rick, Everything they dude, brought to the table was so good. Unbelievable, this place. We have to go next time you're yep, in Phoenix. Best again. street tacos I've ever had in my life. The ceviche the, was delicious. Oh my God. What was that thing that you that did you order that or Joe ordered Joe that ordered that came it. to the table? So they took they took um El Pastor, the meat. Uh-huh. And then they did one of those cheese crusts quesadilla. They made it into a cheese crust quesadilla. But but it's and not a you, quesadilla because there wasn't tortilla. It I was finish? just it was just the cheese crust around the um like a el pastor, omelet. like a cheese omelet, and then you cut that into pieces and you put it in a corn tortilla and eat it. And oh my god, dude, it was, I would have I, I would have just got a plate of that. Yeah. And it was out of this world delicious. Now we're talking about it. I was like, oh, and I oh. wish I had ordered like the pozole because they had pozole too. It I was, wish I had ordered it was all amazing. Kinds of but stuff. my point is that that in your relationship and in marriages, you have those ups and downs, and you have those moments where you're a little more upset than you should be, and it's all normal. Yeah, we're all we're, we're human beings trying to live with two completely different human beings with di- different opinions, different approaches, and trying to come to a coexist coexist and it's yeah. hard so i th- i think that's what i love about the stand-up is that i go on stage and i go it's all hard yeah and she does this and i do that and she I does use this a label and, maker and he does yeah, this drives me crazy <laughs> and then she does it but you know at the end of the day here we are making it yeah you know gun- getting it together and still trying to surprise you Oh, happy Make anniversary, happy. baby! If this if this one doesn't work out, I'm I give I'm giving this one my all. If this one doesn't work out, I'm not doing it again. Uh, I'm all I'm all in on this one. Oh, me too, homie. <laughs> we love you guys. We got to give it up to Aztec Chevrolet, who has always been all in. As a matter of fact, they have one in Uvalde, Texas. So, uh, Uvalde uh, Chevrolet, please give them a chance. Aztec Chevrolet, uh, and then they have one in Goliad. So, please, please, please. Give those guys a shot over there. Tell them I sent you because they're the sweetest people on earth and they will make it happen. They will travel. You want to buy something, you want to order something, order it from them. They will deliver it to your door with the paperwork. You don't even have to go in. So please, please, please give them a shot. Old Salt Coffee, delicious as ever. We absolutely love it. We are aware that it is not the cheapest coffee, but it is cheaper than going to Starbucks every day. And in my opinion, it is the best drip coffee you can buy for your house. It's delicious. Trevino 10. We also have Pick Cherries. Please download it on your phone. Yeah. And then Rao Western Wear. A lot of cool things coming from Rao. Please, please, please. If you wear those Rao shirts at the shows, I'm most likely going to point you out. I'm most likely going to bring you backstage. Rao Western Wear. We love you guys. Thank you so much.